Good evening, afternoon, morning, evening. Uh, I already said that one. Possums and all listeners out there for the IDP Plus community. Um, at, at, if you're hearing this for the first time, we are now IDP Plus, uh, contrary to the IDP guy's uh, name. And we are also on this platform. If you're just now hearing of us, we're offensive points. So listen, check us out. We're going to be giving out, giving you fantasy content throughout the year, every day. All, it's not every day. It'll be every week, though, at the very least. So we take probably one week off a year, and that's because we just can't feel the full roster sometimes. You ever played like a softball league? where you just you, you get the team that forfeits every time you're kind of pissed off at them. Well, we don't do that. So don't you worry. We'll be here week in and week out. Rougarou always riding with us. Uh, possums, he knows what's up. Uh, he's a longtime listener and, a, you know, a faithful, some might say. So what are we going to do today, sure. Billy? What are we talking about? Um, all right. So anybody who's not watching the live stream, there is no Joe this week. It is just Josh and I. It's green shirt. And well, today I'm wearing a yellow shirt, but I'm wearing uh, a blue shirt, so it's really fucking everything. Just, else. just gonna be us running it this week. Um, just for anybody who's out there and actually watching live, we're only going to do this one more week because we don't really do much playoff starts. It if you don't know your lineup by the time you get to the playoffs, like I apologize, but we're gonna go back to our regularly scheduled dynasty content after next week. So next week, if you have any end of the season questions, we will be here. But after that, we will be going just to on-demand content. So just wanted to get that out there. Um, usually tuck that in at the end of the episode. Decided to get it out before we even start this week. I mean, we'll still we'll still answer questions if you ever have any questions for us. We're always yeah, we just won't Twitter. be live. Joe, Joe, and Josh hate live. So I, I love um, live. What are you talking about? I'm a big fan. Honestly, this season's gone a lot better than I thought because I thought you two would be over it by now. But we've still been powering through. All right, Will Power, before we get to the schedule, we're going to do week 13 previews. Uh, before we get to that, Will has Trey McBride or Pat Fryermuth rest of season in full PPR. I got to say it's McBride. Um, I understand that. Oh, wow. uh, okay. Are you are you on the opposite track? The Muth is loose. I mean, Dude, I what, what one game. One yeah, game. Yeah, Mac- He's been unleashed. Matt Canada's gone. So, like, literally, like, the chains have been broken. I He's like coming Fremuth, out of his shell. I am a big fan of him. He had one game so far. I want to see more of it. Uh, Trey McBride has seen, uh, you know, was seeing the the workload from Dobbs, and then now he has seen nine, seven, and nine targets in a row from Kyler. Absolutely give me Trey McBride all day. Uh, I know there's a lot of targets there, but he seems to be the, the favorite, fan favorite of Kyler. And I do not trust Kenny Pickett. I will argue that Trey McBride, like, it's probably going to be like a every other, you know, you're going to see what the matchups are. I think Trey McBride most weeks will probably have the better matchup because Fryermuth is kind of going against a tougher uh, schedule. But I don't know. I like Fryermuth. I feel like the right. shackles are off. Fun fact, they're playing each other this week. Do we go ahead and uh, do a fireball oh, bet on this? To. All we right. I, just, I feel like it's just there. So Okay. Hey, well, next thanks, week, Will. one of us it's will be taking up. a shot based on how Fryermuth and McBride end up. So I'm going to do Pat. Can you say the next yeah, one? While yeah, I run I'll take through? I'll take care of this. We got Jamie Parag here. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, like, yeah, I just I just love it. Welcome, Jamie, to the live stream. Send in some questions for us. We will answer them as we go. Oh, offense all day, Jamie. Um, I did I did see that. And yep, Rugaru. Speaking of tight end, where did Ferguson go? He disappeared the last few weeks. Well, the problem is is the other guys getting the touchdowns now. Um, now Jake Ferguson 
Joe traded him away and he fell off a cliff. I don't understand it. The trade didn't make any sense in the first place. Uh, but no, Ferguson has just not been there. And it's really wild because uh, Dak Prescott seems to still be throwing the ball a shit ton. So um, I think there will be better games for him in the future. Um, but if you have better options, if you picked up one of these guys, maybe Fearmuth or McBride, that might be the play to go. So, yeah, it has been kind of frustrating because I was hoping more like Ferguson just be like the, uh, the option and kind of get these other guys out of here. But it, we've been backsliding a little bit. Well, yeah, obviously, Will, you're going to want to play Fearmuth whenever uh, McBride's on a buy. But I will say, um, I think McBride is going to take that W even with the bye week more consistency. I think Fearmuth is just a two point two points away from pissing you off in these important games. But at the same time, I'm not saying do not start him because you'll have to week 14. So well, you're gonna be wrong for one week. All right, on to the week 13 game previews. We're gonna start on Thursday night, and it's the Seahawks versus the Cowboys. Josh. Zach Charbonnet was not exactly impressive on Thanksgiving. Do you think this week he turns it around and is relevant against the Cowboys defense? It's been pretty stingy. It's kind of uh, interesting because he, you know, he had a really tough matchup and he has another really tough matchup. So no, I don't think yeah. he turns it around, but I really think it's kind of hilarious that he had the exact same carries and yardage, uh, except for one extra against the Rams the week before. And did the exact same thing. So maybe, I mean, I really thought that Charbonnet was going to go loose. Obviously, we got San Francisco. Great defense, great D-line, and Gino couldn't get anything off the ground. So I, I think that this game will be a little bit better because I think the Cowboys are a little bit more susceptible to letting plays happen more than San Francisco is. San Francisco completely shuts teams down. I think Dallas, just the reason they go up so much is they're on bland. I mean, pick sixes, and then that's when the game just gets out of hand, and then the game's kind of over because yeah. they're up by 20. Uh, I think this should be a good game for at least two quarters, uh, if not longer than that. Could go down to the wire. Seattle does have the talent to make it a good game. Um, I will say that, obviously, Dallas is stout against the run, but I think Charbonnet gets a little bit extra work, and I think he kind of bounces back. He was getting more work in the passing game, which is important. So, um, Before I even talk about Charbonnet, which I actually think this is a bad matchup for him, it, it was kind of always bound to happen, right? When Ken Walker gets hurt, Jack Charbonnet takes over. And then he plays against the toughest defenses in the league. So it's kind of sure. unfortunate. I'm I'm sitting him in a league where I, I do think there's a possibility he falls in the end zone, but I think that's kind of what you're wanting to uh, boom or bust touchdown. Um, how mad do you think Al Michaels is going to get watching this game? Well, because of Kirk Herbstreet or because of uh, this team? The team's. Oh, uh, he likes I mean, the Cowboys, but I don't think he likes the Seahawks. I think this, I mean, we say this every time we think there's going to be a good Thursday game. And I mean, Thanksgiving's always been a, a beside the point kind of thing, but uh, we lost Joe Burrow and Mark Andrews on our last Thursday night football game. So uh, other, once again, other than Thanksgiving, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm pretty irritated with Thursday. I thought the Cincinnati Baltimore was going to be the dead giveaway of a great game on Thursday night to break the tradition, but this game might just be sloppy. This game might be high scoring. It might be a blowout. I think this this game could be a little bit of anything. So, fair enough. On to the wide receivers, though. Um, speaking of boomer bust, Ty, that's Tyler Lockett. Um, he has been the definition of Amari Cooper this year. Uh, threes and twenty fives and all over the board. Um, still getting a decent amount amount of targets. Uh, five, seven, ten, eight, something like that. So, um. I feel like if you have the chance and or if you need to play him, which I feel like you probably don't if you have Tyler Lockett, you probably have him as a, a maybe here and there. 
this is the kind of game Tyler Lockett would start in, though, is the game where they need that big play. Uh, DK Metcalf is an automatic start. Even though he's not getting the numbers, he does get the targets. Uh, Geno Smith is smart. He throws DK Metcalf. And then JSN, his targets have dwindled a bit after, you know, a pretty consistent four or five game stretch uh, has just kind of fell off a cliff a little bit, but it's not really his fault. I mean, can't do anything about the targets and San Francisco's defense is just really good. So it's true on the Cowboys side of things. CD's obvious start Brandon cooks. I've liked what I've seen with him the past couple of weeks. Um, I think he's kind of coming on this offense. Uh, Michael Gallup is dead. He is not coming back for this offense. It's not going to happen. Uh, Jalen Tolbert though, if he's on your waiver wire and especially in dynasty, if he's just happens to for some reason, be on a waiver wire time to pick him up because it looks like his snaps are going up week over week. And it looks like eventually he might be a third piece in this offense, which is not good for Jake Ferguson. But at the same time, like, you know, if Dak likes him, Dak likes him. Yeah, I think Ferguson, um, if if need be, can be started, obviously. I mean, I know that the, the last couple of games have been a little bit hit or miss, but he gets big plays. So um, and tight ends are not usually known for their big plays. So if you need to start Ferguson, I think he's fine. Nice little tight end flex. Um and then Tony Pollard finally kind of had a couple of good games, um, yardage wise and uh, receiving. But at the same time, without those two touchdowns, this is not as good of a game. Um, I'm, I'm wanting to, I, I guess I really expected a, a couple more 100 yard games for Pollard or just like 80 yards passing from uh, receiving from Pollard. Uh, touchdowns are not looking great this year. Four touchdowns total on the year and only, you know, a little under a thousand after, you know, more than two thirds of the season. So it's tough for Pollard, but you got to start him. You can't sit him for sure. And, and, then, and back. Yeah. You don't need to yeah. hear me. Um, Cowboys win. Unfortunately, I agree. Um, all right. On to the chargers versus the Patriots. Um, uh, quarterbacks in this game. You're not going to start whoever's starting for the Patriots. I, even though this is a great matchup against the chargers, it would be a good get right game for anybody, but it's just not going to happen. Um, and then Justin Herbert, this is a tough matchup for Justin Herbert, but he's still got to be started. I, I'm starting Tua over him in a league that I happen to have both Justin and Tua. Um, but if you have Justin, you probably don't have another option. This is going to be a tough one for him, though. No, you probably don't have another option with Herbert. That's the problem. Um, and I think you have to start him. And I think you actually can sit Eckler. Can we can we talk about it? Like, is that is that a thing? Do we do we sit Eckler? I it's, don't know who. You, if you had if you had Charbonnet or Eckler, who would you start? Uh, not Charbonnet. If it's you had tough, Jalen man. Warren or Eckler, who would you start? Uh, probably still no. I actually it would it would be a conversation. I think at that point, I think Najee Harris or Eckler, who would you start? Najee Harris easily. Okay, well that, there's your line, folks. Najee Harris would start over Austin Eckler for Josh. Damn, so so I don't think you're right. And I don't, here's the thing. I don't even think you're wrong. I mean, the best thing Justin Herbert can do is dump down to Austin Eckler, but unless he's getting that in, you're in a PPR league. I don't, how are you getting points? I don't think five catches for 30 yards. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. That's frustrating. Um, Jaws in the chat says the oh no Gino has compiled enough doubters again. He probably will play well. Yeah, well, I mean, we would love to see it as anybody who has Seahawks on their team. And then GT Sport on YouTube says Herbert or Howell, speaking of the game we're talking about. 
I think I'd go Howell personally. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Herbert always seems to perform even when he's not supposed to. I mean, he played pretty good against Baltimore. I mean, it wasn't great. The numbers didn't flash off the page. Eh, he really didn't play good against Baltimore. Who am I kidding? <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. I guess it's it's gotta be Sam Howell, unfortunately, but I just feel like the only good thing you got against for Sam Howell is he's playing Miami. Yeah. And they're gonna score gonna a lot a... of points. So therefore Sam's gonna be throwing the ball around. It's true. Um, and then on the other side of the running backs from Eckler, Ramondre looks like he's back. His usage is actually quite a bit closer to what it was at the end of last season, which is just weird. Like, what? why are we just now doing this? I think we thought this was the whole season. Um, but I think, honestly, Ramondre and Elliott can both be played in this game. I think this is a good spot for both of them. I don't think either quarterback is going to be trusted to throw because anytime Mac touches the ball, it ends up in the other team's hands. Yeah, seeing Stevenson get back-to-back 20-yard 20, uh, 20 or 20-carry games is phenomenal. I don't know why this hasn't yeah, been an all-year thing. Exactly. It's so weird. I don't get it. But I think they really believed out. in Mac Jones was what it came down to. I, this, whatever this wide receiver core I, is. <laughs> I think you might be right. And speaking of this wide receiver core, if you had to start someone, it's Demario Douglas, but I really don't even recommend that um, just because yeah. the inconsistency of this game. The only thing you got going for you is matchup. It should be a plus side matchup for them. They should probably be losing at some point or another. I, I don't know. I don't do it if you don't have to. Um, and then Jalen Guyton, the only other wide receiver you can even think about, but don't do that either. Uh, Quentin Johnston's still looking terrible out there. And then it's it's literally the lone Keenan Allen as the wide receiver start in this game for me, if I had to choose. If you're in Dynasty, I think Guyton can be used in a pinch. And of course, uh, you know, Demario Douglas getting 10 points a game isn't hurting anything. But I just don't think Dynasty or, you know, fantasy football playoffs coming and looming. you got to win these games, putting Demario Douglas getting cute over someone because the Chargers defense is bad. You probably have better options. It's true. And if you have Quentin Johnson, you've probably already been eliminated from the fantasy football playoffs. <laughs> if you were banking on him. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, it's probably over for your season. Um, and then Gerald Everett's a play. And then Hunter Henry, I, it's he's either getting in the end zone or he's not getting any points. That's <laughs> kind of how it's been this season. It's tough. Uh, the Chargers win because the Patriots are tanking. I mean, they won't, never, never will say it, but they're tanking. Yeah, no, I just I think the Chargers will win just because they're the, the better team somehow. But the Chargers yeah, also better. seem to find a lot find losses like this all the time. So who knows? Yeah, for real. Well, Baltimore was a good evidence of that. They probably should have won that game, but Chargers just couldn't do it. I think um, they're cursed, right. by the way. I think some sort of witch doctor has once cursed this team, and they are now yeah, never it's Philip Rupert's kids. Uh, Rougarou says T Higgins to the Chargers. That would be fun. I I don't know if they would do it, but I. I wouldn't mind that. T. Higgins is going to get a bag after this season. I think that who somebody's going to go out and pay him a lot of money to come be their wide receiver one, and I'm excited for it. Man, probably get a little discount because he hasn't played very well this year. So True. All right, Cardinals versus the Steelers. Uh, we just made a fireball bet on this game, so we don't even really need to talk about the tight ends. We both think Trey McBride and Paul, Pat Fryermuth are going to play decent. Um, so I think both of them are very good starts. I would love to see without Matt Canada for the Steelers, like how this goes, that would be fantastic to see them play well in this league. Good to go. Yeah. And for quarterbacks, Kyler Murray's a start. Um, he's been great since he came back, uh, Pittsburgh defense defense is a bit tough and, but I think he can get away from, uh, those would be edge rushers, but don't, don't worry for those IDP heads out there. TJ Watkins is sack. I mean, he always does, doesn't he? 
Um, but you're not you're not playing Kenny Pickett ever, hopefully, even in a super flex. I hope you have a better option. But sure, it looked OK last week, but I just I don't want people getting their hopes up. I feel like Pittsburgh fans actually think he's good. That's true. They the, well, they think he's Eli Manning. That's I'm, I'm not even lying. That's what Steelers fans think. It's bizarre. Um, wide receivers wise for the Cardinals. Who's healthy? I don't know. Hollywood got added to the injury report today. Michael Wilson didn't play last week and is still on the injury report. Um, Rondale Moore is probably your one play, but if you have Rondale Moore, like I'm, I, I hate to say it, you're probably not like on your way to a championship. Um, and on the Steelers side of things, Pickens is good to go. I don't know what the hell to make of Deontay Johnson. So I, if anybody hasn't seen this, I really suggest pausing this video and going and looking up the video of Deontay Johnson during a live fumble that happened during a running play. The ball goes flying past him, and Deontay Johnson was walking his route and then just kept walking and turned around towards the bench. The ball is flying right beside him, and he just doesn't care. He doesn't want to be there, clearly. I I don't know if I've seen something like this, Josh. Usually the Steelers have this kind of nonsense going on, but I don't know if I've seen it like this. This is so weird. I feel like even Antonio Brown would have made that play or like looked for the ball and Deontay Johnson Perhaps, yeah. Out just yeah. decided not to. Um, I personally actually think Deontay Johnson and Pickens are both plays this week. Um, there are plays. It's just, Arizona. I don't know what to make of that. Yeah. It's, it's a flex play at most, but yeah, the Deontay Johnson thing is just weird. Like I, he literally just looks so disinterested. Like he wasn't even in the game. It's like, oh uh, yeah. Ball, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're running. Cool. Not me. As for, as for Arizona, if Wilson and Brown are out, is Dorch like, can you play Dorch? Like in a deep league? I think it might be the Dorch show. So two yeah, games in no, a row a, where uh, Kyler has been, you know, revitalizing Dorch's career. Maybe he's just friends with him. Dorch. Wants to get him a bag. That'd be nice. Yeah. I don't and then the running backs. Oh, all right. Then we got the running backs. Uh, James Conner can't get in the end zone because Kyler has been stealing all of them. And uh, Clayton Toon, they're the only people that have scored rushing touchdowns on this team the last two weeks. It's been Clayton Toon and Kyler Murray. So that's been fun to watch, but hopefully he can get in the end zone. This will be a good week for him. Um, Look, I thought it would be the Jalen Warren show. It was the Najee Harris show last week. So – I don't know if that's going to, if that was just what they plan to do going into the game. I don't know if they're going to switch it up based on who has the hot hand. I don't know, but the hot hand was Najee this last week. And I can't tell you not to play him because I think he's going to be good to go. I think both of them are good plays. Yeah, I think, I think so too. But I, I do love how you and the coach and everybody else was saying Jalen Warren's going to, he's the lead back now. And Najee was out there for the first drive. Uh, so it was pretty great, but Najee looked great. This is what we wanted to see from him. And honestly, it kind of comes down to Kenny Pickett moved the ball down the field through the air first. Mm-hmm. And that's what started getting everyone going. And, you know, you kind of have to have a quarterback to get a running back going. I think any Steelers fan who's mad at Najee Harris is mad at the, the anger is misdirected. So, but yeah, I, I, I would play Warren as well at a pinch too. Steelers win. And Josh, if they win, they're going to be eight and four. Dude, it makes me okay you know what i do care it makes me angry that this team is at <laughs> winning games and somebody out there is probably thinking kenny pickett is eli manning or many oh, it's people frustrating are. but i mean that's i'm i'm not lying there's steelers fans that think that he is eli manning i mean this right, is the minnesota vikings last year am i right uh, i feel i don't know but they're not winning exactly the same way but i, I get what you're saying um all right jamie on uh, youtube says i drafted 25 dynasty leagues with zero quentin johnson drafted over 100 best ball leagues with zero quentin johnson I wanted nothing to do with them. 
I don't blame you. And and here was the one thing I know Joe was like all over him coming out. It this was always gonna be partially maybe the problem. He is a very boomer bust wide receiver. His hands were always a problem. Like th- these these small issues were always there. It's just a matter of we thought with Justin Herbert, what and could go wrong? Joe and Burrow had small hands too. Okay, they're not whatever. They're not small. They're just not good at catching things. Um, Josh says a lot of Zay and Kincaid, a rich. Okay. That was another message in the chat. My bad. Um, all right. Jamie says, Randy Moss used to do that a lot when they played him in the slot. Did you want to, did you want to get hit? The thing is the ball was on the ground fumbled. Like it's not that I thought he was just going to walk out the route because maybe he didn't look like he was paying attention. It did not look like he was paying attention to the football game being played. And that is very weird to me. I, that is the part that I took like, Saw, like I, that's the part I was like not getting because he could have recovered that ball if he'd been paying attention. I could get why a quarterback wouldn't do it, um, and Randy Moss might not do it, but Deontay Johnson's not Randy Moss. He needs to be playing, in my opinion. Um, and then GT Sports says Najee, Echan, or Ford, pick one. It's Najee, unfortunately. Um, I'd love it to is. pick. I'd love to pick Akon, uh, but we haven't seen. He came back for a game, and I'd hate to say like in week thirteen to say play a chain and sorry, we, we nicknamed him Akon on podcast. It's just a thing. I, I was, I couldn't figure out how to say his name, this whole thing, but uh, we saw what happened uh, when he came back and played a couple snaps and everyone probably started him. Cause you felt like you had to after 10 yards per carry. Uh, but if he doesn't play or if he doesn't even get a full workload, I think I'd rather see 20 on my bench than zero, zero in my starting lineup. And I know that Najee's going to go out there and get at least 10 points. So just out of luck, if you need to blow out, like say you're playing the toughest team in the league and you need the the big game and you want to go for it, I get it. But, um, and I like drum Ford, but I just, I don't know. It's, it's Cleveland kind of dead. Agreed. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Steelers win that game. I think you said the same. I can't remember. I did. Unfortunately. Um, all right. On to the Colts versus the Titans. Uh, quarterbacks in this game. Uh, Garner Minshew, good to go. Uh, Will Levis, not good to go. That's, that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, running backs. Uh, we have a new running back who's not new at all. New player has joined the game, Zach Moss. For all of those of you truthers out there that held onto him all year, good for you. I mean, in Dynasty, you're not going to drop him. But in redraft, a lot of people probably dropped him. And all for those sure. people who spent all of their free agent bucks, I applaud you because I would have if I had any. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, you got to fire up uh, Zach Moss in this game, and there's no doubt about it. Uh, and then... Derrick Henry is a little tough to, uh, you know, be excited about at this point, but at the same time, you can't really ever sit him. Uh, did have a pretty good game last week, but I mean, there's been some down weeks and you're not look the consistency is not there, but the thing is, this is Indy. This is division game. This is a gritty football. He's going to go out there and he's going to run all over Indy. So you're starting both the starting running backs in this game. And Taiji Spears, unfortunately, uh, you know, after kind of a hot start to the season has not been what we thought he was. So you probably don't even roster him for sure um wide receiver wise uh on the titans look d hop is going to get his targets it's not been very many and the passes have not been quality but he's still got to be trotted out there in a flex position um i also think nick westbrook akine is also interesting will levis really seems to like him um they've been he's been up there relatively close to targets with uh hopkins so i don't think it's impossible that you could get good production out of him um, and then on the Colts side of things, look, it's Michael Pittman's world and we're all just living in it. And then Josh Downs, he doesn't catch 
all of them, but he's going to get targeted quite a bit. Holy shit, so, he had 13 but, targets last week. Yes, he just oh you would never God. know it by how many how many receptions he has, but he gets he gets targeted quite a bit. It's just a matter of whether they're good passes or not from Gardner. But both of them are playable, one more than the other, because he's probably gonna catch them more, but still good. Also, Pittman was like one step away from a 56-yard touchdown or whatever it was. So uh RIP to that big play, which would have actually yeah. beat me Joe if I want to pick and choose, but here we are. Not holding on to that one. I, I not see. holding on to it. And there's no tight ends in this game. I don't. I don't believe it. I won't. I won't. I mean, Chig is getting minimal, but no. at the same time, there's no way you're winning anything with Chig in the lineup. Sorry, it's just not happening. He had his best game of the year last game. I'm not putting him in with eight. Not do not start him. I'm sorry, unless you're in Dynasty and you have no other option. There's five weeks this For week, sure. so uh, uh, I think anyone's. Yeah. Next okay. game. That's quick. Uh, sorry, I clicked out of my window. Okay, Broncos versus Texans. This this game interests me quite a bit. These are two teams that are kind of low key, this kind of on fire right now. The Houston offense has been quite something. Um, quarterbacks wise, CJ Stroud obviously good to go. This def- Denver defense has been quite a bit better than it has been since that seventy yard drubbing or seventy point drubbing that they took. But they've been quite a bit better down the stretch. They locked up Josh Allen. They locked up Patrick Mahomes. So we'll see what C.J. Stroud can do against them. But the Broncos, and the, for Russell Wilson, he isn't going to win you a game, but he's not going to lose you a game. He's kind of right dead in the middle. I think he's QB 15 or 16 on the season, mm-hmm. uh, kind of around the Trevor Lawrence zone it's tough to say to play him or not. It's kind of dependent on what else you have on your roster. But if you are without somebody because of a buy or injury, it's not a bad situation to start Russell Wilson in right now because Houston's defense has not been that great against the pass. And they always seem to let up points and they be in a close game. So uh, running back wise, uh, Javante Williams, I think starts. Um, it hasn't been great the last two weeks, but they've also had some pretty tough opponents. Um, um, I think Houston, you know, Kind of middle of the pack against running backs. I think you're perfectly fine to put him in. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, I don't know what to do. Um, you got Damian Pierce came back and did he did he play uh, a little bit? Sure. Uh, but you're not starting him. Obviously, you don't even probably have him on your roster and redraft. Uh, and then Singletary did take a bit of a hit other than in the past game. Uh, the run game just did not do anything against Jacksonville. Also pretty tough against the run. Um, I think if you had to at Singletary, he's had three straight good games uh, with Pierce out. But I don't really think you want to start a running back from this uh, from the Houston Texans at the moment, unless it's Singletary. And just, no, I'm not, I wouldn't I be excited about it in week 13 and a risky Pierce maybe take comes back. It takes half the workload. So I can agree with that completely. <clears throat> All right. On to the wide receivers. Uh, look, Nico Collins is good. Tank Dell is good. I think those are the two that you're probably going to lean on the most um, in this. I don't think Noah Brown's back yet. I can't remember. I probably should have looked that up before I jumped in. But oh, whatever. He'll, he might be back. If he's back, he is a decent option to play as well. Um, then on the Broncos side, it's Cortland Sutton, and that's really all I trust. Jerry Judy has been up and down this whole season. I don't think Jerry Judy is going to be on this team next season. I think he's just auditioning for his next team, which is probably the best for both teams or both parties involved. Jerry Judy needs a fresh scenery and um, the Broncos clearly don't want to fully use him. I don't get why though. 
Yeah, it's pretty weird. I don't I don't understand it. But uh Dalton Schultz, I, I know you had a bad game last week, just getting into the tight ends. I, I think you're, you're you still gotta start him even after a bad week. I mean, he's had a couple down weeks, but since you know, eight uh, of the last eight games he's played, uh two were bad. I think I'm taking the dub there, especially with a tough tight end market. And then Troutman actually has been coming on a little bit, but I don't think you're starting him just because the consistency's not there. And I just don't understand why. Yeah, that's very weird. And had a hell of a touchdown catch, though, this past Yeah, week. I think that's what I was thinking of. I noticed he only has one catch but uh, in that game, but two couple catches in the last games. It's just not – the usage isn't high enough, unfortunately. I always liked Dolchich. I was really hoping he'd come back, but I guess uh, probably not seeing him for a week or two at this point. So We were all hoping. Uh, Denver wins, I think, though. I think Houston stops the slide, or the, the, the come up, I should say, with Denver. That'd be nice. Yeah, Denver's won five straight. It's pretty yeah, weird. since they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, Will says on YouTube, would you drop Chandler or Keaton Mitchell for Noah Brown? Simple, simply a depth move, but it's in a best ball league. Ooh, it'd be hard to choose. My thing would be it'd be hard to choose between Chandler and Keaton Mitchell because both of them could blow up at any time. I know. I feel like I would trust more dropping Keaton Mitchell for Noah Brown, but... I know as soon as I say that, no, Mitchell is going to have. The funniest thing is, I was thinking Ty Chandler because he just had the you know one big two good games of blow up. That whole thing, that, this last game, I'm going to throw what they did against the Bears. I'm throwing that out of the bite. We'll get to the Vikings here in a little bit, but um, well, no, we won't. They're on a bye. That game was just strange. Um, I, I don't want any part of the Vikings um, having that as being held against them anyway. Yeah, Noah Brown. Noah Brown could. And probably will score more points than both of those guys in, in retrospect. If I Noah Brown's healthy, I would want him. You can pick either one. I think you're I, maybe it's Chandler because I know as soon as I say Keaton Mitchell, he's going to go off this week. Yeah, so but after a Chandler. bad game, what if Ty Chandler comes back out? This is actually well, Chandler's, on, Chandler's on a bye. So no, at least you week, know yeah. you're not going to get anything from Fair him. Yeah. Noah Brown did have um, a coming out party before his injury, so. He did. All right. Alexander on YouTube says Kyron Williams or Rashad White. It's not a question. It's Kyron. It is Kyron. It's not close either. I just Kyron, Kyron is a, a man amongst boys out there. If we I don't had understand. a most improved fantasy player, it'd probably, Kyron would be up there. I just, as far as I don't believe it. Like I literally, I see the 39 sometimes or whatever number he ends up with. And I'm just like, how? how? Like what? It's amazing. I love it. It's hard to watch. All right. On to the next game. Lions versus the Saints. Uh, Saints, very strange team this time of year, it feels like. But for the quarterbacks, you're gonna go Jared Goff for sure, and then nope, I am not trusting Derek Carr. Can't nope, literally never. Um, and Kamara has been one of the most consistent running backs, so you're trusting him because that's the money maker on this team. Uh, and then the running backs for Detroit, you have to start them both. I don't think you can sit either one. Um, yeah, the, the numbers weren't hugely great on uh, Thanksgiving, but that's also a lot due to Goff just dropping the ball or throwing the ball away. Uh, but Montgomery Gibbs probably going to get a heavy workload against this. Even though it is a stout defense, this is a running football team, and they do they have to be mad at Goff right now. I mean, not mad at him, but like, hey, let's calm down a bit. So let's give the ball to the two guys who have held on to the ball pretty well this year. So Montgomery does have a questionable tag, though, after a long uh, – week off so that is something to monitor but i'm assuming he plays for sure um all right as far as the wide receivers go amonra st brown is the obvious player khalif raymond and jameson williams are interesting flex options 
Um, it seems like Jamison needs one big play, but I mean, when he makes it, you're like, oh, hell yeah, that was a great decision. But then if he doesn't, you're sitting there for, you know, three or four targets, maybe one catch for 15 yards, which kind of sucks. Um, on the Saints side of things, obviously no Michael Thomas. He is out. So you've got Chris Olave, and we were hoping for A.T. Perry. I still believe it's hard to say play him, though, because we didn't really see what we wanted to see this week. Uh, Rashid Shahid got hurt in the game as well, so he's not even a flex option. Um, and then they opted to really throw the ball to, like, Keith Kirkwood, who I'm just like, what? I always had a better option than A.T. Perry. but Yeah, Lynn oh well. Bowden, too. Yep. Yep, that one hurt. You want to talk about a blast from the past? Was <laughs> he was like a dynasty darling like three years ago. Everybody was like, "Oh hell yeah, I want that guy." Uh, Olave was injured, either. got injured in the end of that game too. I think it was his ankle. Um, hopefully, he's all all right. So, oh, you never know, he had concussion. I'm an idiot. Hopefully, he gets cleared. I, I think he'll get cleared. I think he'll be fine. Um, as for tight ends on this, uh, stay, stick with the uh, New Orleans. Jawan Johnson did do good, as Ruru would say. Uh, but I don't think you're getting enough consistency from him. Uh, but if everybody's out, I mean, sure, Juwan Johnson could play well. I mean, without Michael Thomas there, uh, this also happened a little bit with Olave out too. And then Taysom Hill, you just never know when he's going to score. Obviously, we've seen some of the you know lower weeks, but those 20s and 10s, I, I, it might be the end of Taysom Hill for this year until next year, but at the moment, you have to play him. Uh, you cannot sit him. And same with Laporta. Laporta's never sitting on anyone's team ever. I don't care if you picked up McBride. I don't care if you picked up uh, Kincaid or Dalton Schultz. Sam Laporta is in your starting lineup because when the game gets big, Sam Laporta gets involved. So, For sure. Um, sorry, Rue. I'm thinking the Lions bounced back after last week's disappointment. I'm going to pick the Saints just for Rue. I always pick against them, and I'm always right. Maybe I'll be right about this one. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right, to get to the chat real quick just to catch up. Jamie says, always stash RB over wide receiver. I do too, but since that was a best ball league that he was talking about, I think I would not mind taking the wide receiver just in case because because it's best ball. I mean, well, I don't know what the other what, I don't know what the other players on the team are, but I would think Noah Brown would have a chance. We're, at least. we're talking about a guy who scored 25 points in two straight games too and might be coming back from that last. But regular points. leagues, so, yeah. regular leagues probably would not make that choice. Um, Alexander says Dak or Tua Dak for me. I, I think I got to go with Dak just because I think that game is going to be a bit of a blowout. However, I think you can't go wrong with either option. Nah. Um, and is Alex Singleton a good start rest of the season? I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't he be Did something happen? <laughs> I, unless there was an injury, I don't know about, he should be good to go the rest of the season. I, I don't, think there's anybody stop, stopping him putting him in his way oh there's um, nothing wrong with him he's perfectly fine yeah absolutely yes sorry i was Willpower, like i don't know what happened <laughs> will power says i know this is an offensive stream but our offense stream would what would you play Derek barnes with anzalone out and barnes as dl eligible hmm. i don't think he sweeps up the tackles like you think he would um i think he he has get gotten some extra tackles but he's also the DL eligibility does make it an intriguing start, though. I, I guess it kind of depends on who else you have in in that DL spot. But I I think that it would be good to go in a DL spot. I don't think I would start him in a linebacker position. No, I bet definitely you have another not. option. 
Ruger says concussion for Olave. I know. And then I made the stupid parrot joke that like, if you get a concussion, you don't come back in the same week only to find out that like, actually it's like way more players come back from concussions within the same week than don't. Like it's actually weird when you don't come back, which I I thought it was the opposite. So why was Roshan Johnson out for three weeks then? That's my well, question. Some some of them are bad. Yeah. Um, GT Sports says you guys answering IDP questions. We can. We're multifaceted yeah. guys. When we did our other stream on our previous network, we took whatever questions came in, IDP, offense, whatever. Like we'll answer anything. Um, Alex says McBride or Ferguson. McBride would be McBride. the option. Hands down. Uh, willpower, just to finish this up before we get back to the games, it says my D-line is weak. Uh, oh, man. It's the guy from – Andrew Van Ginkle is available as well. The DL is the only weak spot on the, this team, one team of mine. Um, I would probably I ride Barnes then, I think. I don't know. I don't dislike picking up the Van Ginkle with the injury to uh, Jalen um, or uh, – Phillips. Yeah. Right. Phillips, yeah. Sorry, I was like, I, I said it right. Every time I say Jalen, oh. I think of Jalen Hurts. My brain just stops. But uh, oh, right. the only issue is you didn't really see any increase from Van Ginkle or Chubb in that game. So that's the only thing you're kind of risking. But I assume Van Ginkle or Chubb will go for a sack in the game. Yeah. I mean, playing Washington, Sam Howell, it's basically a freebie. Feels like it. Okay, we'll get one more in. GT Sports says sit one, Simmons, Delpit, Dax Hill, Bentley, Benito. I think... Ooh. Um... Hmm. Simmons, um, Jeffrey Simmons, I assume. I was like, I, was, I thought it was Isaiah Simmons. I was like, please don't be playing him. Not well. Yeah, it's Isaiah Simmons for sure. Not. I'm sure it's I Jeffrey think, Simmons. I think Grant Delpit could be sat if you had to choose I, between these. Based on what I, I was thinking, the same thing actually. Um, yeah. Bentley has been playing decent these last couple weeks. Bonito has been playing great. This. It's crazy what happened to Denver. Basically, like midway through the season, they're just like, we're not sucking anymore. And then they just decided not to do that. And Daxel yeah, hasn't been as good since before he got injured, but he's still one of those guys where anything can happen any week. I, I've liked him uh, quite a bit. I mean, he's been consistent, um, is the thing. That's what matters. For sure. Yeah, I think for sure. It's just bef- before the injury, I loved more of Dax Hill. Um, okay. On to the back to the games. We got Falcons versus Jets. I hate everything about this game. This game is disgusting to me. I don't want any part of it. I don't want to watch it. I'm glad they tucked it into the 12 o'clock window where there's other games going on so that we don't have to pay attention to it. Um, I don't love it. So quarterback-wise, I don't want either one. Desmond Ritter doesn't. I hate Desmond Ritter, and he's going against the best pass defense. And um, no to Boyle. Just nothing about Boyle. No. Um, yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, poor, poor Aaron Rodgers. who's trying to make a comeback. Um, as for Atlanta, they're still using Algier just as much. He's just not being as efficient, um, which wasn't really that efficient in the first place. You know, three yards per carry pretty much. Um, they did sneakily at start adding in Cordero Patterson, which was, uh, you know, a little bit more. It felt like and I didn't really like that, but although Bijan still had his day and you can't sit Bijan, um, even, you never know if you might have just a mystery headache or something, and you might miss that, but you can't miss out on Bijan's numbers. That's just not possible. Um, and then as for the Jets, uh, still don't understand why they signed Dalvin Cook. They haven't used him. Uh, Brees Hall is questionable at the moment. I'm assuming he's going to play. Um, it is a hamstring injury, though. That's the thing that worries me, and he didn't really do too hot against Miami, but although that game got out of hand pretty quickly, too. So uh, Brees Hall, though, starts. If he's healthy, you cannot sit him, even if Atlanta's going to de- uh, run D. So. 
And then I can just go ahead and tackle wide receivers for you too. Cause it's not hard. Yeah, go ahead. It's yeah. Not. Uh, yeah. This game is not hard to call at all. Uh, Garrett Wilson is the only target on this. And I will say, I was hoping that he would just get peppered with targets with Tim Boyle. Uh, that pretty much happened. So yeah, you Garrett Wilson in on your lineups. If you need to, if you have a better option, I do not dislike it. And then Atlanta, I mean, you can, you can play Drake London. He's played fine these last couple of weeks, but you never know. And the Jets defense is actually good against wide receivers, contrary to what we saw last week against Miami. Uh, but I don't think Jalen Hill and Waddle march to the same beat of the drum. So could see London uh, regress here. And if you have better options, I'd be down to, to sit him. I think if I had to choose uh, Drake London versus Garrett Wilson, I'm choosing Garrett Wilson. So just to put it in perspective, I don't really want to play either of them though. And then, nope, you're not starting any tight ends either. Easy as that. Easy what about peasy. Kyle Pitts, man? I thought he was the tight end four. I'm going to draft him and... <laughs> Until they get a new quarterback, no, do not start anybody other than Drake London in a pinch. Yeah, man, that Kyle Pitts thing is just looking wild. I, I like trade him next year. Like, I, if I was Kyle Pitts, I, I, I would. I ask don't for understand him. it. I, I won't never understand. I mean, I guess he's getting paid to be out there, but like, he has to know like my value is in the trash can because of this team. Like, that's uh, so frustrating. Just, just because we pick teams at the end of these games, I'm going to pick Atlanta, but I personally don't think they actually win this game. I think the Jets. I hope the Jets game. win. I hope the Jets win so much. Um, Josh says starting the Falcons uh, defense special teams, though. Hell yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, anybody I, against Boyle. I have the Ravens D in both of my D leagues that I'm in with defense special teams, and I picked up Jaguars in one of them and I was leaning towards Atlanta on another one, but someone put a waiver move in for Atlanta. And I just, I, I kind of giggled because I was like, wait, who were they? Oh, they're playing the jets. That's fair. I would, I don't know who puts waiver moves in for defense special teams, but good for them. People do it. All right. Next game, dolphins commanders. Um, I'm actually interested in this game quite a bit. The commanders are kind of a terrible defense. So I would, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say it. Almost it's an all start against uh, them for the Dolphins. Other than maybe a Chan, a Chain, Akon, whatever you want to call him. He, uh, he's probably the only one you're a little bit hesitant about, but like Mostert, good to go. Tyreek, good to go. Waddle, good to go. Hell, even Durham Smythe's interesting to me. No, I'm just kidding. Don't play Durham Smythe. <laughs> Don't play but like, it, it, I think it's an all, all start kind of game. Uh, no. Yeah, Brian Robinson had a tough, uh, tough game last week. Um, I think that he bounces back pretty, pretty easily. This was the Dallas Cowboys defense shutting them down. He did get the carries still. He didn't lose any carries. I don't know if anyone is worried about it, but literally he has actually been one of the most consistent running backs in fantasy football, seven as his lowest. And, and that was literally not even in PPR. That was a redraft. So um, now you're starting Brian Robinson. I don't care who you are running back five on the year. Wild. Just wanted to get that out there. Um, and then uh, as for wide receivers for Washington, just to like touch on that, because I know you say all start, but like you're a little worried about Terry McLaurin, right? Like you, you're not. You're oh, not I'm in on the Dolphins side. I'm sorry. I oh, meant everybody okay. on the Dolphins. On the commander okay. side, yeah, there, there's cause for some concern, but no, I just meant on the Dolphins. Oh, okay. Like... I'm sorry about your all start. So I am taking Washington. Good, good. Good thing I did that anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. Terry McLaurin, uh, it's, consistent but it's consistently not good and it pisses me off you'd think that on this team that's throwing for the most passing yards in nfl right now jay mclaurin would be involved he's not uh but you know you, you still can start him i think he's a flex option um i honestly think dotson can be started as well as a flex option and don't don't do curtis samuel i don't care what happened last week i don't know why <laughs> it happened but it's not real i just i just want to put that out there 
And then Sam Howell, uh, 100% starting in every game, but like especially this game just because of the Miami scoring a lot. And then uh, Logan Thompson. I mean, really, you're starting everyone except for the wide receivers in Washington, if we're being completely honest. It's, if you if you have to, I get it. Uh, I just don't. I don't love it. Uh, Logan Thomas actually been pretty phenomenal uh, over this year, but a little bit rough uh, the past few weeks. But I think you still start him unless you have a better option. For sure. Um, who do you want to win this game, Josh? Um, I would love to see Washington win it, but I mean, it's probably going to be Miami. I think it's the Dolphins as well. Okay. <laughs> One quick chat. GT Sports says Dotson or Drake London and Jordan Love or Kyler Murray. I'm I probably... hate the Dotson versus Drake London thing. That hurts my brain. Yeah, it does hurt my brain too. I'm probably I'm probably going Dotson. I know that. I yeah. don't trust the Jets not to take out Drake London. Yeah, the only thing that's good about Dotson is when he touches the ball, he usually does something with it. So as long as he gets the targets, which this is the kind of game where he should get those targets, and Drake London, I don't really trust to get the ball or to do anything with it so i never thought in my life i would be saying that but here we are all right and then the jordan love versus murray situation hmm. i kind of like jordan love uh but the only issue is is this week i i i like i don't know what to think of this kc game it, it's either going to be really good or it's going to be really bad i don't think there's a oh he did okay yeah, I don't. I, I think I would have to trust Murray. I just there's just too much unknown with Jordan Love I mean, right now for me. Kansas City's a good defense. Yeah, Kansas City has played pretty good defense. I just I hate to say that because Kyler's going against Pittsburgh too. So that Steelers really is a good defense question. too. Yeah, uh, I just think Kyler is escapability will get him a little bit more than uh, Jordan Love will. Jordan I just Love think he could get a rushing touchdown, and that you know is very valuable. I just don't know if Jordan Love's going to carve up the KC defense. Just have a tough time with that i think he might though there's a chance that he does and if you want to take that chance i'm totally with, with it for you but I, I can't tell you to start kyler murray over jordan we love. need to get the joe button because we need the i'd ride him i'd yes. ride him i'd ride jordan love against the chiefs just i mean you have to know that when you start him there's a chance that this goes horribly wrong that's my thing is you're not i'm not going to say with confidence start jordan love against the chiefs but i'd ride him I love the chaos of it all. Okay, on to the next game. It's not exactly a pretty one, but the Panthers versus the Buccaneers. The Panthers decided that they are going to fire Frank Reich after 11 games. Josh, we've only seen in like the history of the sport two times where a coach is fired before the end of the season, and they've happened in two consecutive seasons. Uh, what do we make of that? Or two, well, I guess it's, no. One happened in 2021, and then one happened this year. It hurts my brain that um, two weeks ago or however long ago, Frank Reich came out or maybe it was rumored that he didn't even want Bryce Young. Yeah. And now the, the, the him getting fired for them choosing Bryce Young, who he apparently did not want. It feels kind of like, do they think that he was being bad by saying that? Or was that, I don't know if it was leaked. I don't know if he, I assume he didn't just say it in a press conference. You know what I mean? So there's no way. Assuming it was leaked by the team, probably to maybe make Frank Reich look like the bad guy. Frank Reich was a great coach, and it is not, this is not his fault. This team, we knew going into this team, we if if Thielen wasn't good, this team would not have even gotten close to winning a good game. Like again, like the running game, I feel like Miles Sanders is the scapegoat, even though Chuba Hubbard's going out here running for two yards per carry and getting forty-five yards after thirty carries, and yet we're 
we're blaming Frank Reich. Like I, I get that, but like he's been there for what was it this year? This is his, he only this, played 11 games or he only coached 11 games. This is it. What did they expect? They, they, they traded two first round picks and went. And I'm assuming the big brass was like, we want Bryce young. And they chose Bryce young and it's not working. Like, what did you expect Frank Reich to do? Make magic happen with no receivers and a quarterback who's raw and untalented. I don't want to say untalented, but not good enough at the moment. Like, well, and this one kind of gets in our preview when, when before the season we were like how is this going to work for bryce young because he's as short as kyler murray he's not as mobile as kyler murray he plays like and what we didn't know that actually ended up happening was he's playing like he's in college and you can't play that way in the nfl it doesn't work you can be goofy when you're playing against mailman and future plumbers like that's fine but when you get to the league, these are professional football players. They're not going to let you do all your goofy nonsense in the backfield and escape out and stuff like that's not going to work. So it's kind of been frustrating, but Bryce Young is just it's not been it. And I actually have a stat right here that I want to share real quick. Um, this is from Jacob Nerob on Twitter out of a 431 qualified QB season since 2011. Bryce Young is currently a 431st in yards per drop back. Oh my god. He has been the worst quarterback since 2011. That is not I, what I feel bad for be. Panthers fans because it's not even funny. Like this team has shades of something that could have been good, but they traded away their first round pick. So you're you're losing for nothing right now. You're giving the Chicago Bears a better pick right now. And I don't think the first- they have yeah, they have the first overall pick, and the only good thing is they have their second round pick because Chicago's too dumb to take it, but they have their second round pick, and there's probably going to be the first pick in the second round, so they can essentially get a first rounder um, at the beginning of the second. Not but that's not going to be enough to save yeah. this team. <laughs> no, um, and I mean yeah. they'd have to really hit free agency hard and try to do something different here. I don't, I don't know what the, well, I, they have. I don't Miles see Sanders, days like I, I don't know. They didn't. They hit free agency last year. They got Adam Thielen. They got Miles Sanders. I don't think Thielen or Sanders working. are the issues. I know that everybody wants to pretend that Miles Sanders is bad. Um, this is a terrible offense. They're not. With they're no not. passing it's, it's game. Okay, we've talked about the parent Panthers too much, but they fired right, anyway, their coach. Eleven games quick, of the season. Real quick, let's just get through the Panthers. And since we talked about them enough, you start yeah. Adam Thielen. I don't know why he only got three targets last week. I, I can't answer that. Uh, you could start Chuba if you really think he's going to do something, but I wouldn't. Uh, you're never starting Bryce Young, and until they – I mean, they actually did give Miles Sanders a pretty decent usage, but um, it wasn't effective, so the team's bad. It's Adam Thielen, if you if you had to start Chuba, I'm sure, but please don't do it in Week 13 if you don't have to. Right. That was a good bucket. That was a good Panthers preview. Um, on the Buccaneers side, uh, Baker Mayfield has been hurt. He popped up on the injury report again. He did get popped pretty good um, in their last game, so that's kind of something to monitor if it's trash. Uh, I don't want any part of this offense. So if it's Baker, good to go. Mike Evans, been the stud of all studs. He is going to be a game winner down the stretch if he continues to keep playing like he has. Rashad White's good to go. The Panthers do have a good defense, though, so you're going to have to kind of temper expectations a little bit. Um, And then Godwin, I wish he could be used more, but Baker just doesn't. He's actually being used very consistently. Uh, Seven targets in pretty much every game. It's not enough, and it's, it's not the not Godwin that you wanted or drafted. You were hoping he would be better than just middle of the road. 
No, if you're like me, you drafted Godwin thinking, oh, well, you know, Mike Evans is gone, but, you know, this is the seventh round. I'm getting a good wide receiver out of it. Well, God, we should have picked Evans one pick, one pick before, one round before, and been fine. But, yeah, no, it's Mike it's Mike Evans, Rashawn White, and uh, if you can sit Chris Godwin, I would. Otten's also a decent tight end option. Um, Baker does like him, but it's probably going to require a touchdown or a big play to make it worthwhile. Yeah, I mean he's he's been pretty solid though um, over the over the stretch. Tight end um, what's crazy is I think the Panthers are going to win this football game, Josh. No, Tampa Bay fireball it, bet. It's the it's the new coach That's not theory. Even fair. That's not even fair. It's the new coach theory. They have a new coach because it's an interim, and he's going to win their first game. It just it's just. I, new I coach think theory. they 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 lose so miserably that they go, damn it, we just fired Frank Crank. That was stupid. It was stupid, but I think they win this one. All right. 49ers Eagles, the game of the week, in my opinion. Um, quarterbacks wise, both are good to go. That was quick. Um, I'll get to the running backs. Uh, Swift been phenomenal. And uh, he, you know, wasn't great against Buffalo, but down the stretch, you're always going to use him. Um, he definitely is having a little bit of an ankle injury right now. So, Something to monitor, especially if that gets worse and he's not practicing uh, later in the week. So something you could actually do is pick yourself up some Gainwell because if Swift is not out there, Gainwell could be worth it. And Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> silly. You're going to yeah, play him. Same every week. Um, Eagles, wide receivers, A.J. Brown, obvious start. Devonta Smith, obvious start. Um, on the San Francisco side of things, I know Brandon Ayuk did not have quite the game people were hoping for against the Seahawks, but I think it was just kind of how the flow of the game was going. It was a big Debo game, and so Debo's good to go. I still think Ayuk's good to go. Last week was just oh no 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 they're both they're both good to go. Purdy's going to throw for like 400 yards. The Eagles are not stopping <laughs> anything through the air right now. I don't get it honestly. If, if it weren't for Christian McCaffrey, I would say don't start the running back, but it's Christian McCaffrey, so like you can't sit him. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're shutting down the run. They're not doing any. I don't. I don't understand it. The secondary is good. I mean, we. I guess Avante Maddox in the slot is really we're missing that much. I, I don't get it personally, but we're letting and up there. The, oh, sorry. I was gonna say, and then for the tight ends, Goddard might be back? Question mark? Question mark? He is due to get off the IR this week, but they haven't activated him yet. They have until Saturday to do it. Um, but I saw that he has projected points, which means he may be coming back. Did they um, put him George... on IR? I don't think they put him on IR. Oh, well, I saw his projected points, so. Yeah, no, uh, I, I can't believe it's been three weeks since that game because of the bye week. It doesn't feel like it, it but yeah, he actually could play, and this is the reason they didn't put him on IR. So if not, he's playing in Dallas, they've already said, so. Fair enough. And then Kittle, obviously good to go. Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. Um, I don't know what's going to happen unless Purdy's arm gets ripped out of the socket again. Uh, that would just be a damn shame. But go ahead and start Hassan Reddick. <laughs> revenge game for those idp guys out there um all right so eagles win i already know who you're gonna pick i picked the 49ers to win this game yep you sure do okay three games left um all right the other game they're gonna hide in that late window the browns versus the rams um (laughs) this one's just tucked in there because the browns are just imploding Uh, oh actually you know time out time out time out time I, i i got a quick rant real quick Let's okay. talk about how we just aired the Chicago Bears and Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football. I understand it was Thanksgiving, 
but we had the Eagles playing the Bills on Sunday at three o'clock. We had the Chiefs televised in the Midwest and probably over like 40% of that over the Eagles game being televised on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, two huge markets, two East Coast rivals, sort of at the very least. But yet we are going to we're going to put on national television at seven o'clock, the Chicago Bears versus the Minnesota Vikings. What did they expect the Bears to do? Who from the Chicago Bears is paying the NFL to put them in those games? They it literally makes people hate the Chicago Bears more. I don't know what the what the plan is here. All right, that's it. I just want to end rant. I thought we could flex games. Yeah, and they're choosing not to do that. But oh, well, here we are. Um for the Browns, it looks like it's actually going to be Joe Flacco, weirdly enough. Um, kind of funny uh, how they've kind of been waiting and waiting and waiting, and now they're kind of have to because of everyone getting injured in front of them. So looks like Joe Flacco is going to play. I would not start him. Aaron Donald is going to break him over his knee. And then uh, Matt Stafford is good to go, though, uh, even though the Browns present a very interesting problem um, on defense. Yeah, uh, Kyron running back one. Um, he would be on the year if he played the whole year, I think. Um, maybe not. Christian McCaffrey's pretty good. But yeah, you're playing Kyron Williams. Uh, you don't even have a doubt in your mind. And then Drum Ford, I think, still gets to start, even with a uh, banged-up quarterback room. Uh, Drum Ford should get enough workload. Even if this game gets out of hand fast, Drum uh, Ford has still done it, even in bad games. And then Kareem Hunt, he is a little questionable at the moment, and I think that came to an end at this point. I think they realize that Drum Ford's going to get all of it. So... And that end note and into the, into the wide receivers. Yeah. I actually want to talk about this. I'm gonna take the Rams. You can have the, take, Browns. the Cooper cup, man. Uh, so we weren't sure if he was going to play after getting injured the week before and five straight weeks now with Cooper cup, not doing a damn thing after coming back from an injury that we didn't expect him to come back in in week five balls out takes Puka's job. Not really, but Puka was still doing fine. And then in against Arizona again goes off and then has done absolutely nothing for five straight weeks. I, I personally think you sit Cooper cup until you see it. I, I don't know if it's the injuries. I don't know if it's Matt Stafford. I don't know what it is, but I am not starting Cooper cup. Puka, I think still gets their go. Um, although that's not looking much better either, but there's been some games sprinkled in there. Um, and Tuta Atwell is actually getting more targets than anyone at this point. Uh, I the targets being more efficient with his targets than anyone. Yeah. So. Well, Stafford's clearly hurt and I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to play this season because he's hurt, but while he's out there, I guess you gotta, gotta put him, put him out there. He threw for four touchdowns. None of them were to Cooper cup. Yeah. It is unfortunate. Uh, Ray, Oh no. In Good to go. Higby. Good to go. Sorry. I forgot the tight ends. Oh yeah, and for did we talk about wide receivers for Cleveland? Don't don't start them if you don't have to. Yeah, no, because Amari Cooper is probably not in this game, right? Yeah, I mean, even if he is, he's not in this game. Joe Flacco's elite. Careful. They said it's a rib injury. Technically, Joe Flacco could just burn burn on Amari Cooper, just throw him 10, 15 targets. But Joe Flacco uh, is thirty eight years old, by the way. I didn't know he was still in the league, dude. Whenever I heard that he, he got wasn't. signed. He wasn't. He wasn't in the league. No, I meant like I didn't know he still was oh, going to gotcha. play at all. I know he wasn't in the league, but I didn't know like he was going to play ever again. You want to um, hear look, something hilarious? This matchup on, could have also. Yeah. Real quick. Amari Cooper, if he sits, I do believe Elijah Moore is actually worthy of a flex start in deeper leagues. I'm not saying start him over anyone in particular, but Elijah Moore could go off. He's actually 
gotten a pretty decent share of targets these last few games. Sorry. Sounds good. No, I was just going to say this matchup could, could be in 2023 or it could have been in 2011. That's how long both these quarterbacks have been. Oh, that is interesting. Joe Flacco and thing. Matt Stafford. Yeah, this this could have been 2011. We could have been doing a game preview in 2011, and this would have made sense. Before nice we all played fantasy past. together, isn't that crazy? No, no, no we've Even. been for, we've been doing it for third. Well, no. yeah, but they both he got Safford was drafted in 07, and Flacco was in 08. So there's a potential that this could yeah. they could have been playing before we before even we established even our league together. Yeah, wild to think. Fun, couple of old guys cutting it up. By the way, this is why Kyler Murray is going to get paid next season. Listen to our quarterback dynasty preview if you want to uh, check out what we thought about that. All right, on to the Sunday night football game. You got the Chiefs versus the Packers. This is an old, old school football game here, uh, Chiefs and the Packers. Uh, quarterbacks, I think you start them both. I'm a little bit not as enthralled with Jordan Love, but at the same time, he's been good, so... I, you can't say no. And then Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He just needs wide receivers. Yeah. And Pacheco is on everyone's team starting uh, running back 10 on the year. And honestly, the reason that I don't want to say propping the chiefs up, but giving the chiefs, uh, you know, a little leg up to get Patrick Mahomes a little bit of, you know, help because he needs it without the receiving core. Um, and then you're, you're not starting uh, a green Bay running back. I I, I don't think do, do you. Hmm. You could start AJ Dillon or, or I think Aaron Jones is going to be back and AJ Dillon's actually been consistently getting 10 points. If you want it. Um, I don't, I want someone who can get me more than 10 personally. That's fair enough. Um, wide both questionable. Yeah. Wide receiver wise uh, on the chiefs, you're starting Rasheed Rice and that's it. I am not, Trusting the rest of that bunch, not Christian Watson, not Butterfingers, Valdez Scantling. No, none of them. Um, and then the Packers side of things, I like dubs a lot. I think he hit well. Actually, Jaden Reed's the one that is the most trusted wide receiver on this team. If you have Jaden Reed, you hit the lottery because they're gonna use him out of the backfield and they're gonna use him down the field. Jaden Reed's the guy you want on this team. Dubs, I think, is still a good number two. And then in the distant, distant third is Josh's favorite player, C-Dub. Christian Watson. Uh, dude, I talked so much shit on him last week, and then he caught that big touchdown and was just be- making great plays. And I was like, I hate everything about this. Yep. Thanksgiving was uh, fun in our group chat as we chastised Josh with each Christian to Watson. To be fair, I also told yeah. you guys that the Packers were going to win. That's what they do on Thanksgiving. The Lions lose. It doesn't matter. The Packers win. The Lions lose, and that's who they're usually playing against. So. That's fair. All right, uh, the, tight ends, Kelsey. He, Kelsey, if you don't know to play him, he should start. And then on the Packer side of thing, I think Musgrave might still be out, so it would be Tucker Craft. Yeah, Mus- but Musgrave's thanks. on IR, and you're not playing Tucker Craft. I don't care who you are. Sure, he could, <laughs> he could score a touchdown, but if he doesn't, you look stupid. True. Uh, Chiefs win this game. Yeah, I, I I think the Chiefs win as well, but I think this is actually a closer game than people are thinking. Hmm. Interesting. Um, all right, Monday Night Football. We have the Bengals versus the Jaguars. Couple of big cats cutting it up. The Bengals side of things. Uh, no, you're not starting Jake Browning. 
I did not like much of what I saw. The, the thing is, is Jake Browning thinks he's Joe Burrow and it's adorable to watch. He's not going to, he can't make the throws. He can't make the reads, but he thinks he's Joe Burrow. And it's, it's just so funny to watch. And then on the Jaguar side of things, Trevor Lawrence, good to go. Um, use, this seems like a spot he's going to, the lights are going to be too bright in, but Trevor Lawrence has been good the last couple weeks with Calvin Ridley and Zay Jones. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, if you picked up the defense, uh, this is the defense to pick up. It is uh, Jacksonville's defense against this team. Uh, they are pretty good against the run, so I don't really advise playing Joe Mixon in this game where uh, Browning is the starting quarterback, but it is Joe Mixon, so he obviously could have a big game, especially if they scheme him heavily. Um, so Joe Mixon, a nice flex if you need to. Um, and then Jacksonville, I'm not really sure what happened to Travis Etienne, uh, but I don't love it. Um, it's, it's been a pretty downhill gritty game for him. He's actually still getting around the same amount of targets and, and play. It's just not as impressive and the touchdowns are now gone. So I guess it's because Trevor Lawrence turned into a more of a passer, but those two touchdown games are now behind us. And Travis, Travis, Etienne is, I was talking, I was thinking about his brother, Trevor getting excited. I was about to say, it's going to be really funny when his brother, Trevor Etienne gets into the league because you're going to have another way of messing this up. I know I'm really good at that. A little tongue twisters, <laughs> but uh, no Etienne good in this game. I think he gets enough carries. I will say tank Bigsby actually started getting involved, but he didn't do anything with it again. Um, and then, yeah, we got, uh, we got Dearness Johnson, of course, who is actually not a terrible play in a super, super, super deep league where you're like, Hey man, this game gets out of hand fast and I have no running backs on the waiver wire and I have all bye weeks. Somehow you just have no running back. This isn't the worst play. I'm not, I'm not recommending anyone do it though. So that's fair enough. Um, all right. On to the wide receivers. Um, I am so sad for anybody who has a Bengal on their team wide receiver wise. It's it's like a, a graveyard of just popular players because I you can't start any of them. You can't trust that they're going to play well. You can't trust that anything is going to go well. So I'm sad for you, but it is what it is. Next year is coming. On the Jag side of things, though, Calvin Ridley – continues this weird ass narrative where if Zay Jones plays Calvin Ridley plays really well. So I don't, as long as Zay Jones is active and in the game, Calvin Ridley's going to go off. I Josh is the weirdest thing I've I ever don't like seen. It. It's so strange. Every time Zay Jones plays Calvin Ridley has a good game. And as long as Zay Jones is good, you're good with Calvin Ridley. And then Christian Kirk, obviously he's been steady Eddie this whole season. Um, you'd love to see more touchdowns, but He's at least getting the production. And then, yeah, I I wouldn't start Zay Jones, but it's fun to have him. Yeah, you should have him if you're a Calvin Ridley manager. Uh, just have him on your bench just to make maybe <laughs> that'll maybe work. that'll help keep the, the thrive alive. So I've never I, seen anything like that ever. Like where one player plays and one player on the opposite side plays really well. I've never seen that. It's one of my favorite things, just weird superstitions about football in general. It is um, so strange. Anyway, uh, Evan Ingram is good to go. Um, I like he said, no receiver for Cincinnati is worthwhile, even if they had a good tight end to start with. Um, but I mean, it's actually he actually threw to a lot of tight ends last week. He threw to all four of them. So technically, I guess you could play one and hope that they continue. I do like Drew Sample in the future, though. Uh, maybe in some dynasty trades in the offseason. Just I, I don't have anything positive to say about this team for now. <laughs> I think they're going to get a tight end. We thought they were going to get Dalton Kincaid. We tried 
yeah. our hardest to mock him to to the Bengals. Yeah. Gerald got married that night, and I spent the uh, guy spent the night at my house because we were going to the wedding the next day, and he was a Bengals fan, and he was so fucking pissed they passed on Kincaid. I Brian, don't Brian Brissy was like, "That's a great idea," but like not right now. You you it's need not what they in. needed. I know offensive line at the very least, dude. Well, yeah, that's exactly that's true. Um, yeah. I dude, you can I cannot tell you how mad I was when I was watching that game. I saw freaking Luke Farrell catch that 42 yard pass, and I thought it was Ingram, and I was like, Yes, I'm gonna get to my hundred yards bonus. Only to find out, nope, it's Luke Farrell, it's not Evan Ingram who I drafted. We got Will out here uh giving us some nice holiday cheer. The Bengals wide receivers are like the island of misfit toys. You ain't lying. No joke. That the Nobody Bengals wants are to anymore. Sad, sad state of affairs. Um, speaking of games that could have been flexed out, this is definitely the one worst of them. part. Is uh, that was right around the tread deadline when Burrow went down too. So like, you couldn't mm-hmm. even really like flip Burrow at, or flip Chase or someone. You know, tough times. True. They have AJ McCarron on their team if they want to break out the uh, the former Battle Hawk. Isn't he former Bengals backup too? I mean. He was, yeah, he was familiar with the system. He should. I don't know. They're rolling with Browning, though. Um, Jaguars win this game. I just feel bad for Bengals fans. Just they're going to get a high pick. You all can feel good about that. It's going to be a top 10 pick. You can get something. Do something fun with that. It's a good old line draft, guys. Also, yeah, I was going to say, not to mention, uh, quarterbacks should be going off off the, the board pretty quickly in that draft, too. I mean, three, four of them in the first top 10. So, there's three picks off the board that you don't need because you got Joe Burrow. So, yeah. I mean, if anything, some, some good talent. And O line. God, it's so sad we're talking about the right Bengals there. like they're dead. I mean, they are, but well, like, they are. And we have to like watch them die for the rest of the season. And <laughs> it's just it's sad. Like a slow burn. Oh, it's tough. Okay. Well, that's all we got. That's week 13. Uh, thank you, NFL, for giving us six buys in week 13. Really, really appreciate that. Thank you, NFL. <laughs> Love, and love, more, love, love, more than week 14, that. too. I know. And then you have some next week when people are going to have to be desperately trying to get into the playoffs. They won't have players on their team. Again, mm-hmm. NFL, way to understand your product. People love that. Um, very, very strange schedule makers. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, that's week 13. We got one more week of the live shows. We'll do week 14, to one last playoff push, start, sit, and then we will be transitioning into dynasty content we'll have a little bit sprinkling out here and there and then we'll get to it after that so i can't wait yeah. to get into the rookies it's gonna be a great time billy oh, will tell gosh. me all about them and then i'll tell you guys have, all about them i know we're starting work on our uh rookie profiles and i've got like 87 so far there's all oh, it's it's a pretty deep class i love it a lot i have 20 wide receivers written down this is a big year for the wide receiver so i love it good. Good for fantasy. Don't worry. IDP, we'll tell you where to find that later. So we'll get there, listeners. Yeah. Tough IDP year. Sorry. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to get out of here. Uh, next time, Joe will be way better with the intros. Um, I will still be uh, – I actually will probably be meaner because Joe will be here and I'll disagree more, uh, which is always a good time. Somehow me and Billy always get along and less Joe's here. I don't I don't get it. But It's until weird then, if it's just us two and we're arguing, to be honest. But, I don't personally yeah. care. I will argue with you. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's weirder when it's two people. No, fuck that. I'll come over there and just, like, come across the screen. Oh, wrong way. Let's. Yeah, it, yeah. I'm glad that we're ending this on an argument. It's great. That's good. Yeah, now, just want to, I mean, all those people that are still listening out there, we're sorry. Uh, but 
until then, <laughs> next time, check Cheers. us out. We'll get our, our last weekly previews. Good luck to everyone in their, uh, you know, inevitable run to the playoffs. Hopefully you've already made it, but if not, hopefully you clinch this week. Um, and hopefully you're making that comeback happen too. So Billy gets out of here. Good night.